What's going on, everybody? It's the Kamish. Welcome back to another Kamish Weekly Power Rankings. Now, I know I said weekly, but I missed last week before the season started. Uh, we did have a kind of a scrunched up week with the draft being Tuesday night. And then I figured the episode, like our, your normal scheduled programming with Rishi and Nardo was going to drop the following day. And I didn't want to jam too much in there. Plus, you know, plus, you know, that's just what it is. It's just life. So I'm going to try and get these out to you on a weekly basis. I'm not going to make a promise and I'm not going to hold myself to it, but I would love, love, love to get these out to you guys on a weekly basis. So here we are with the week two power rankings. All right. Well, first off, let's congratulate everybody who was able to draw first blood in week one. Uh, there were a lot of injuries and a lot of craziness that happened. Something's expected, something's unexpected. Uh, but here we are now. We have half the league one and zero, and the other half zero and one, trying to search for answers during the next thirteen games of the regular season. And yes, we do have that extra game. Don't forget. So, who is in the top spot this week? Somebody who I did not even mention in the off-season power rankings, and that is the man who scored 167 points this week, Mr. Kieran himself, NPM2FL. Not going to go into what that stands for. Y'all can figure it out. So why is Kieran number one? Aside from the fact that he scored 167 points and his team just absolutely went off, what I didn't want to do was overreact to an amazing week by his team. But the main reason that I put him in the top spot is the fact that his bench outscored many other starting lineups this week, which is absolutely insane. So what drew me to the conclusion of having Kieran in the top spot was not the fact, not only the fact that his starters performed amazingly, but there is so much depth to this team. So we shall see how Kieran uses this to his advantage, whether he, I don't know, has some trade bait or whether he decides to make some moves or just have an awesome team that he can flip in and out every week. And I think he'll be the first to tell you that maybe he doesn't want to do that. Uh, so curious to see what Kieran does with his team. But I, I can see a lot of these players putting up numbers like this, both the starters and on the bench. And so congrats to Kieran on putting together a phenomenal roster this year. So far, you are in the top spot. Number two is going to be Nardo, the Bastiches, or whatever his name is, TBTD4. I don't know what that stands for. Y'all just change your names up every year, and I, I, it's hard for me to keep up. So Nardo, Nardo is number two. And for similar reason, now Nardo only scored 126 points. He did get the win this week over Toby, uh, but he wasn't the second highest point total. Now, why am I putting him in here? It's because, especially as we saw with all the injuries in week one, it comes down to depth. And Nardo had some serious performance on his bench. DeAndre Swift with 20 points. Uh, Brown on the, the wide receiver for the Ravens with 16 points. <laughs> Was this Damian Harris? I don't know. D. Harris for 10 points. Um, I, there's just there's so much depth on this roster, which we knew going in. So Nardo does slide from the top spot. Uh, but I think that his team can perform consistently above the 120, 130 mark, assuming he picks the right players per week. But it's not hard to do when you have that kind of depth. So Nardo, you dropped to number two this week, but you are still, still an elite team and forced to be reckoned with. Now, number three 
is your very own G Nation, Gibson Mammon. Now, Gibson actually lost this week. He played the top team in this ranking, Kieran, who had that tremendous output. Gibson's team put together an over-the-century mark performance with 115 points. Now, why am I putting him here? It's because both of his running backs underperformed. I mean, combined, they were under, was this nine points or around nine points? Nah, that's insane. I mean, it's, oh no, it's about, yeah, under nine points. So Ezekiel Elliott and Aaron Jones, I expect to do much better this week. Everybody else kind of performed to par. So if you can expect anywhere between 100 to 115 points per week from the rest of your lineup, not including your running backs, and I do believe these running backs can put together, put up some pra- some crazy numbers together, uh, I can see Gibson bouncing back from this and having a strong week-to-week performance after a down week from his running backs this week and also facing an opponent whose entire team literally went off. So Gibson, you stay in the number three spot this week. Excited to see what you got in store for next week with Elliot and Jones. All right, number four is Amar. Now, Amar does slide two spots this week. He was ranked number two in the offseason rankings or power rankings, but he does get the win this week. So he is 1-0 after facing a very underwhelming performance by the team under Nooney Tunes. So the thing is with Amar, he put up 117 points. I am very impressed with Jamar Chase, and I think Jamar Chase can put up 18 or 15. Well, he put up 18.4 points this past week, but I can see Jamar Chase putting up some consistent numbers on a weekly basis, and I think Amar found another fantastic draft day, draftee, I guess. <laughs> uh, but what, what really excites me is the fact that Stefan Diggs had what I would call a, a below average performance, you know, 69 reception yards, nine receptions, 11 points. I think Stefan Diggs can do a lot better than that. And looking at Amar's bench, L- Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, all of those guys I think can perform much better. Now, of course, he does have the duo of Mahomes and Kamara who are carrying him and I think will continue to carry him. But with Stefan Diggs performing higher, with George Kittle, who scored under 10 points last week, performing higher, I can see Amar's team putting up serious numbers on a week-by-week basis. Now, he's at number four, so I don't know if he can put up the same numbers as I'm, you know, the, the three teams I mentioned before him, but he's going to be in the conversation, and you know how it goes. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. All right, number five, another team that was not ranked in the offseason power rankings, Ashok. So Ashok climbed his way to the top with a win over Litwin. Very close, by the way, 135 to 131. Kyler Murray doing his thing, four pass touchdowns, almost 300 pass yards, carrying the, the roster. Now, what excites me about Ashok's team is both of his A. Brown receivers. <laughs> He's got Antonio Brown and A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, who did not even start, Scoring 13 points, almost 13 points on the bench. And Josh Jacobs scoring another 16 and a half points on the bench. So again, what's my theme here? I'm seeing teams with a lot of depth that are performing well all across the board. So Ashok, welcome to the top six. Excited to see how the rest of the season goes for you. And to round it out, number six is actually the team that lost to Ashok. Andrew's team, 
Andrew Litwin, hashtag free Reshma. And we're not going to get into what this movement represents or stands for as the commissioner. I will stay silent and allow the players and teams to get behind the causes that they, that they want to get behind. So, you know, here we go. <laughs> All right. So the thing that really caught my eye with Liddy's team is how average everybody performed. Looking at Matthew Stafford putting up 30 points, looking up at Dalvin Cook putting up 17, Edmonds with 12. Uh, like the only person that underperformed on his team as a starter was Calvin Ridley with 7.6 points this past week. So what does that tell me? I don't see a lot of depth on the bench, but I can see these starters going off even higher than what they've done in this first week. And he's already scored 130 points. So will Stafford get that 30-point mark every week? I don't know. Will Thielen get 25 points? I don't know. But what I do like is the fact that with the balance there of Ridley underperforming, this team, in my eyes, can consistently put up 130 points per week. And as we're looking at it now, you are going to have to put up numbers north of that or at or north of that to win consistently week in and week out. So, Liddy, welcome to... Actually, no, not welcome to the top spot. I did mention you, I guess, in the number four spot during the offseason ranking. So you did slide a little bit, but you did lose this week, but I'm keeping you in the top six. All right, that is your Comish Power Rankings. As you can see, I am only going to keep this to the top six because really, who wants to talk about the losers, right? Also, uh, I just even don't even know what I would say about some of the teams that underperformed, including my own, which is just so, so sad. But, um, you know, I guess I should just get used to it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully my team can turn it around. Hopefully, some of the other teams out there can turn it around. Guys, it is only week one, so don't worry. There's plenty of time to shake up your roster, make some moves, try not to make them too complicated so I can easily put them on the spreadsheet and keep track of them. And uh, remember to call me out if anything <laughs> looks wrong. Uh, one last thing is I just want to give a quick shout out and a hello to everybody not in this league who is listening to this podcast. First of all, as the Kamish, welcome. Uh, I appreciate you for being here and hope you are enjoying. This is our first time doing any kind of podcast, but... Uh, we have been running this league in this format for the last five years. It has been an awesome evolution with all the guys that we have here. So we are excited to invite you in to the Citadel to see what, what's going on and how complicated we can make things. But we have a lot of fun with it. We hope you guys are enjoying it too. And again, I just want to thank you guys for listening and, and hope to hear from you soon. Yeah. So that's the point of the podcast. Uh, just to to reach out, and now I'm rambling. So let's go ahead and do that. I want to wish everybody in the league a, well, actually, no, everybody in fantasy sports a solid week two ahead. Best of luck.